Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and recognise their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods, a sacred space for the witches, the healers, the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom, witchery and old world magic, where people come to learn, to hear stories, to share secrets and to be free to be their true selves. Welcome to Ritual. Hello and welcome back to Ritual, uh, a magical witchy podcast with me, Amy Harvey. I just wanted to start off this week by saying a really massive thank you to all of you who have listened. Um, I was super nervous about starting this podcast and when I announced last week that it was going up and then when eventually the episodes did go up, I just received the most amazing support uh, from you guys, I, it, it really blew me away. I, um, yeah, I, I don't know what I was, I was expecting, but I think, uh, it, it was just more than I had imagined. And I had so many beautiful messages and comments and, um, so many, so many of you just jumped on to listen and you were saying how excited you were and how much you enjoyed it. And all these things really just mean the world to me. Uh, so thank you so much for that. I I am eternally grateful and I I love that you guys are excited to listen to what I have to say. I'm excited that you want to learn more and, and listen to my journey um, and also just be around for this new adventure that I'm on. It It's really cool. So uh, thank you so much. Um, and now today's episode is a little bit different because it's not going to just be me. I'm, it's the first interview and this one, I really, I really am excited about this because it's really kickstarting in an awesome way. Um, this is somebody who I have, I listened to her podcast myself. I think she's amazing and we will be discussing all things manifesting. Now, Going back, my earliest, um, I guess, experience with manifesting is watching the movie The Secret. Now, I know a lot of people have heard of The Secret. Uh, it came out as a documentary. There was a book about it. Um, I think that the author's name is Rhonda Byrne, and she's an Australian, actually, which is pretty cool. But it really just talks about um, how you manifest and how you... I guess, bring in the things that you are dreaming about and want for your life and what you do to get it really in this manifesting way. Um, now, there are a lot of people that like to kind of put it down and say, you know, what do you think? A house is just going to rock up on your doorstep. And it's not that simple. It doesn't just work like that. Um, and I think today's guest is amazing because she really explains how manifesting and the law of attraction works. So I'm really excited to chat with her. And um, I think you guys will really like her. She's she's an absolute legend. So enjoy. And uh, yeah, I'll see you on the flip side. So it would have been maybe, I'd say a couple of months now, 
I was listening to, I think it was Teresa Palmer talking, and she was going on about this amazing woman called Stephanie Keith and her podcast called Law of Attraction Tribe. And she was saying it's it's just the most amazing thing to listen to when you want to learn more about manifesting and law of attraction and all of that. And so that is something I have always been super connected with. So immediately I was on, I downloaded the podcast and I found this amazing woman who I am now addicted to listening to. She's my friend on my daily walk. She uh, She's a mum. She's a total boss bay businesswoman. And um, her podcast is one I will recommend to anybody. And I am so excited because she is sitting with me from across the, the seas, I have Stephanie Keith. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Now you are, you're in Florida, aren't you? Yeah, I'm in Tampa. Cool. I have been to and Florida. And right now right it's now. the evening. Oh yeah. What time is it with you? Uh, it's eight o'clock, eight p.m., and I think oh, it's nice. the daytime on Thursday, the next day for you, right? Yeah, I'm in We're the like future. A day <laughs> I love it. Now I'm really excited to have you here because I know a lot of people that follow me. One thing that people are always, always want in their lives, always want to bring in is abundance. Or it could be, you know what, it could be anything. They might want to bring love in. They might want to bring even a positive mindset. But all of that to me is so closely connected with manifesting. And I think if you really, um, if you really understand it, you can really call in so many amazing things. And I think that manifesting is very, very closely connected with spell work and ritual work. And that's why I wanted to get you on here because I think they basically go hand in hand and um, you're like, you're the manifesting guru in my eyes. You just, you just know what you're talking about. Um, So I'm excited to get your Well, thank you. (laughs) Oh, of course. Um, But I wanted to start at the very beginning what is your morning ritual? So it's changed a little bit over the years. Um, I have three kids. Uh, one is one year old and another is a two-year-old that get up super early. So I've had to adjust a little bit. But um, right now what I'm doing is first thing when I wake up, I usually have my coffee. I'm I'm a coffee drinker. Um, but then I'll take a minute and I'll just think about the, the prior day and what was the biggest part of that day that I'm most grateful for. And I think gratitude is like the key to manifesting. So I always just infuse it into my whole day, but especially in the morning. So that kind of helps me give gratitude for like the whole previous day. Think of like all the good points. And then after I do that, I get out my journal. And right now what I'm doing is um, three different things. So first I'll write down like what I'm grateful for. I try to think of different things every single day. Um, and I'll give gratitude for things that I already have in my life, but I'll also give gratitude for things that I want to manifest. Um, so I'll, I'll give gratitude for it in the present tense, like it's already happened. Um, 
And then I usually just write out like a desires list, which is basically like my goal list for like the day or the month, like whatever I'm currently um, working on. And then the last part is I pave my day. So I write out like exactly how I want my day to go. And this, I just started doing it recently. Um, actually, a friend of mine, she's in my mastermind, and she turned me on to this idea because she's been doing this. And literally, like everything she was writing out happened. Like, exactly. Like she, if she had like an important conversation or interview or something, it would go exactly how she wrote out. Like, so it's like, like you're almost preempting so how wild. the day is going to go. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I just started, you know, just started adding that part to my, my journaling and it's been pretty wild. Love like that. the other day I wanted to kind of test it out. So I was like, all right, today I'm going to get just an unexpected $500. Um, and so I, I wrote that in the morning and then like a few hours later, my husband was like, oh, did you ever end up selling any coffee mugs? Because I just made like a whole collection of different coffee yes. mugs. And I was like, you know what? I don't know. I haven't even checked. I haven't even looked at it yet. So I went on the website to look at the sales and someone had placed an order um, I think it was someone from FedEx because they had a FedEx mm -hmm. email and they placed an order. It must have been for their whole team because it was a $500 order. Wow. And so that happened just a few hours after I wrote that down. So then I've been playing with like different things each day That's and awesome. every day. I it's love like, it. Like playing out great. <laughs> <laughs> I love so, that. So um, that's a big part of my morning routine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much fun and it's, it's incredible. It kind of gives you confirmation of, you know, manifesting and the power that we have to create things even down to like the small details. So it's been mm -hmm. a lot of fun. I, um, I remember reading somewhere that the most successful people always have one thing in common and that is starting their day with a morning routine or a morning ritual because it really just like solidifies in your mind what a what you want it puts you in a more positive mindset and it kind of just like I feel you already start the day going I've already achieved something rather than starting the day going oh I wish I got up I wish I didn't you know press snooze on my phone I wish I went for a run where you're already like putting a negative spin where when you do make that effort to get up even if it's like 15 minutes before you just like put yourself in such a good frame of mind and immediately you can feel the difference of like the way everything flows and I love that oh yeah I totally feel like on the days where I for whatever reason don't do my morning routine or I just wake up and I'm rushed the day is it's not the same like energetically it just feels different and you know that's how my life was for so many years where I just yeah. got up hit snooze on the alarm clock. And then I felt like I was playing catch up every day. And, um, I had read too, that every, you know, pretty much every successful person that I admire has some sort of a morning routine. And so now I'm like totally a morning person. I'm up at like five 30 and I have like all yeah, these different things too. that I do. Yeah. Um, but it does, it, it really sets the tone for the day and it, it's like, it's life changing. It's, it's pretty wild. For sure. I totally agree. Um, now 
let's start with how did you find law of attraction? Like what, what's your manifesting journey and how did you really, I mean, was that something that was always with you like throughout your life or was there a moment when you really dived into it? Well, I first heard about it in 2009. Um, it was right when I had my daughter, my 12 year old. Um, and it was, it was kind of a rocky, uh, point in my life because I had just gotten started in my corporate career at that point in time, wasn't making a lot of money. Um, my husband was laid off from his job. We were in a very old house. Um, and we had had our daughter and I just remember like I had so, so much worry. I was thinking like, you know, I feel like this house, um, what if there's black mold? Because we knew that like some of the windows were leaky and like there was an old electrical system that had never been updated. And there were all these, all these things that I was worried about. And I just, I really remember like thinking, okay, I want more for my daughter, but I, I have no idea how to get there because we were in such a tight financial situation. And my mom at that time had sent me a copy of the book, The Secret by Rhonda Byrne, which is how I think a lot of people had first heard about the law of attraction. And that was the first time I really heard that term. Um, and, you know, reading the book, it just, it instantly resonated with me and it clicked with me. And I think the reason why is because I think I, I have in different ways manifested and used the law of attraction without knowing it, you know, like visualizing things and, um, vision boards and stuff like that I had done, you know, even as a, a young child. So I think it just automatically clicked with me and I read the book and I just knew, like, I knew that this was going to change my life, that this, you know, understanding of the law of attraction that I was going to implement it in my life. And that that was kind of like my answer to finding a better life for my daughter. And within three months of reading that, uh, we ended up moving into our dream home. We, that was a crazy story in and of itself where we ended up, um, manifesting, we needed $30,000 extra for the down payment on our home, this home that we fell in love with. And we got it It like strangest circumstances, but we had manifested that money. And then I had uh, gotten a promotion at work that doubled my salary. And basically in three months, my whole life changed, like all the areas where I felt scarcity or lack or worry just completely shifted. And that really just solidified the law of attraction for me. And I knew like it just, I knew it worked. I saw it firsthand and that kind of started the whole journey in, in my life. Um, and you know, at that point in time, I, really was focused on manifesting money, which, you know, most people are, everybody wants more money. Everybody wants abundance, you know? Um, but I was so limited in like how that could happen. Like at that point in time, the only way I knew of to make money was through my corporate job, through my sales job, through, you know, what I went to school for, what I had skills and experience in. And I got really, really good at manifesting raises and bonuses and promotions. Um, but it never Something went you beyond would get that. Something you a nine to five job only. Yes. Yeah. 
And it just, I was so focused on that being the only way that I really only gave that direction, you know, to the universe. And, you know, with every promotion and every raise, it came more stress, more responsibility, uh, less time with my family, more time at work. And it all kind of like came to a head on my 30th birthday, where I just kind of looked back and realized that I'd spent my 20s. Um, in a very stressful environment, doing something that wasn't fulfilling. And that was when I really, you know, made the decision that I want to start doing something that is purposeful, something that I'm passionate about. And um, I, that's when I decided to start the Law of Attraction Tribe Instagram page and just start sharing the Law of Attraction. And, and that really opened me up to, you know, this whole other world. It was like there, I saw that there were other people like me because I, I never really met anyone in my real life that was like into all this stuff. And I started meeting people and it really took off quickly. And that's just, kind of how, how it all began. And it, next thing you knew, it turned into like a course and then the podcast and a book and, you know, it's just gone on and on. And it's been, I it's love been that. fun. I, um, one thing that often when I'm doing, especially a reading for somebody, I will say that one way of raising your frequency is by giving to somebody because you automatically put yourself in that, I guess, flow where it's like, I give knowing that I will receive. And also like you feel good giving to somebody like unconditionally, not like a, I'm doing this because you're paying me. You're like, I'm doing this because right. it made me right. feel really good. And I know that it will make you feel really good. And I think that doing something like that, like by starting just as an Instagram page, purely not for money, but to just give back to people because you got something from it. I think that's such a cool way because you can see them the progression that it made for you because it started at that and people responded and then you you leveled up and people responded and then you leveled up as well and it was purely coming from a selfless place but in doing so it benefited you as well which I think is so cool yeah you know and I get people all the time that'll say you know well I'm interested I, I have a passion for whatever you know whatever they're they're interested in but there's no way to make money doing that. There's no way to like turn that into a career. And I always challenge them on that because I mean, I never in a million years would have thought that the law of attraction would turn into a business for me, that no. I would, you know, be doing what I'm doing now. I mean, you know, at the time when I first got into it, Instagram didn't even exist, you know? No. Um, I, I don't even think apps existed at that time. I like, all the things I'm doing now, like podcasts, like I didn't even know what any of that stuff was. And so you really never know where it's going to take you. But I think if you just follow what feels right and what It'll lights you way. up, like the path will reveal itself as a, as you go. Mm. You just have to like have that faith. And, and like you yeah. said, like when you're doing something you love, like you want to share it with the world. And then by sharing it with the world, you're, you're giving, you're, you know, you're putting value out there. So you're going to receive, um, abundance back. It's, it's, you're in that energetic field to receive. So it's really important to just, you know, follow those little nudges that we get. 
Mm -hmm. I think also a lot of really successful people, they didn't start out going, I want to make money from this. They started out going, I'm so passionate about whatever it is that they did um, that I just want to do it all day, every day. And because they have that passion and that positivity about it, it just kind of flowed from there. And I think that's where success comes in. It doesn't come in because you go, I want lots of money. You just go, well, eventually that could happen. But right now, all I want to do is just absolutely pour myself into whatever project it is and what will come will come. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, and you know, being like a businesswoman too, it's like you don't just start something and then instantly make money usually. Like usually no. there is a progression. And so if you if you don't love what you're doing, then the first sign of failure or struggle or the first mistake you make, you're going to just give up. Like I don't, I feel like if you're doing what you love, you have more of that perseverance and you're, you'll like break through the barriers because we all have obstacles and barriers that come up. Yeah. And if you're really aligned with what you're doing, you're going to be able to get past that point and keep going. But if it's just about money, like you're probably going to give up and go get a day job where you can make money, you know? Yeah. I always think of um, J.K. Rowling and how she used to be like super, super poor. Um, she used to write her books on napkins in the cafe and she went to publisher, to publisher, to publisher and everyone was like, no, 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 no. And she's like, well, I know what I've done is good and I'm I'm passionate about it so I'm going to keep going. And then that one person said yes and now I'm not concerned about her at all. I think she's doing just fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, imagine if she would have given up at, at one of those rejections. It's like, then the world wouldn't have been able to enjoy this. I mean, my gosh, like it's an amazing story and they, you know, Universal Studios has a whole park <laughs> for it now. Yeah, and imagine exactly. if she would have given up. And really like earlier when you said, you know, all these successful people have a morning routine, the other thing they all have in common is anyone that that has made it, you know, and, and is successful in what they're doing, they have failed many, many times. Mm. And a lot of times we don't hear that part of the story. We hear about the, you know, them getting to the finish line and we hear about all the, the positive successes, but we don't hear about the years of struggling and, and some of the things that they had to overcome. Um, but their belief was so strong in themselves and what they wanted, they were able to get through that. And, you know, I think if we could just kind of look at failure differently, I think our society kind of sets it up as like failing is bad. Um, but I've noticed I've shifted my thinking to just know that fail, failing isn't bad. It's just simply like data that we're collecting and we can make some adjustments based on that data and try again and, and keep going. You know, you don't just give up. It's, it's not a bad thing. No. It's just part of life and it happens. It's how you learn as well. You know, if you didn't fail, you would just do the same thing over and over again and keep hitting a brick mm -hmm. wall and go, I don't understand. Like, why isn't this working? But if you fail, you go, well, I need to back up and I need to go down a different street. And eventually you will get to where you need to go. But failure makes for greatness, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's kind of what 
I like to teach my kids too, you know, that, cause I feel like somewhere along the way, like in school, it's, it's where it's programmed that it's negative and For just sure. letting them know it's okay. Like it's okay to make mistakes and just keep on going. Agreed. Agreed. So can, can you explain then for people who don't really know what manifesting is or law of the attraction, like, can you explain, I guess, the basics of how to do that? Yeah. So a lot of people may have heard of like ask, believe, receive, you know, you ask for what you want, you believe in it, and then you open yourself to receiving. And what I like to do is explain it using um, Amazon, just because I feel like everyone has shopped on Amazon at some point. Yeah. Um, and I just feel <laughs> like it's so like, just let me explain it. because It's so similar to like the way <laughs> manifestation works. It's like, okay, so first of all, if you are going to buy something on Amazon, so like, let's say you want to buy a book and you were to just type in book in the search bar, there would be like millions and millions of, of results, you know, and who knows what would come up, right? So then you narrow it down even more. And like, let's say you want a nonfiction book and um, you put that in the search bar, there's still going to be like a ton of results, right? But then you get more and more specific and then you end up writing um, like The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. Then you get exactly what you want. Like that's how we should think about it with setting our goals. Like you want it to be specific enough to where if you were going to go search for it on Amazon or Google or whatever, it would show up because you want to act like you're, you're placing the order with the universe, just like you're placing an order on Amazon. You want to place your order with the universe. So you want the universe to understand what it is you want. If you just say, I want a big house, like that means so many different things to so many p different people. Like, where do you want this house? What is big to you? Is, is big five bedrooms or is it 10 bedrooms? You know, like get really specific. And that's where things like vision boards can be helpful in helping you like visualize what it is that you, you truly want. So that's the first step. You want to place your order with the universe, just like you're ordering on Amazon. Then, you know, when you order from Amazon and you, you go and you check out, you don't worry about it. Like you, you kind of forget about it until it shows up at your door in a couple of days. And you know, like you don't have to worry about it because you know you already bought it. Like you already own it. It's already yours. You already paid for it. You're just simply waiting for it to show up at your door. Same with manifesting. So that whole believe stage of, of the law of attraction and manifesting is really just knowing that it's already yours and you're just having patience knowing that it'll be delivered. You don't sit there and when you place an order with Amazon, you don't freak out and think, oh, I better like go check it and make sure the order went in. I better call Amazon and make sure that they got the right product off the shelf. Um, I better make sure that they packaged it right. Like maybe I need to send them directions on how to get to my house. Like you don't think about <laughs> any of that. You just trust like it's going to show up at my door. Yeah. And the same thing with manifesting. It's like if you, if you're constantly worrying, like, well, where is it? Where is it? Why isn't it showing up? You're actually like repelling it. You just need to have that faith that it's going to show up at your door. Yep. You, you sent your message, you placed your order and now you just have to wait and then receive. So the receive part was always a little fuzzy to me after like reading the secret, for example, cause I'm like, well, of course you want to receive your goals. Like mm. who wouldn't want to receive, but 
when you think about it, it's like, all right, so let's say your package comes to the door from Amazon. You don't think twice about it. You open it up and you use whatever it is you bought. And that's just that, right? But how often do we do that like in real life? Like if someone um, tries to buy you something or gift you something or pays you a compliment, are you like, oh my gosh, thank you and accept it? Mm. Or are you like, oh no, 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 like don't, I'll, I'll pay, I'll pay. You don't have to pay. Like, I feel like we so, there's so many times where we do, we block ourselves from receiving. And, um, so you just want to make sure that you're opening your heart and opening to receiving the actual thing that you placed your order for. And that's it. That, that is it. It's, it's really that simple. I just think as human beings, we, we tend to overcomplicate things. Um, and so mm, I like to oh, use that 100%. Amazon analogy because right. So then when like, I, I find myself overcomplicating things, I just think about Amazon again. It's like, all right, I placed my order. I don't yeah. need to worry about it. Like, you know, just move on to something else. So that's just been helpful yeah. for me. I, um, I think there's like also a lot of misconception about it in that people go, um, okay, I'm going to manifest a house. And then they just sit there and go, why haven't I got a new house? I said I wanted it. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes things appear to you in different ways and it kind of makes me think of there's this joke where there's this guy and he's sitting in the middle of the ocean and he is his boat's sunk and he's like, oh, my gosh, I'm about to drown. I'm going to pray to God and I'm going to say, I need you to say, you need to save me, God, because I'm going to drown. And then this guy goes past in a boat and he goes, do you need help? And he's like, no, 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 I've prayed to God and God is going to help me. You can go. And to the guy, he sails off. And then he realizes the water's getting even higher and he's like, God, you need to help me. I'm going to drown. And then another guy comes past in a bigger boat and he's like, do you need help? Like you, you look like you're in trouble. And he's like, no, I prayed to God and he's going to save me. And so the guy sails off and then even more water's coming up. He's right up to his um, head now. And he, he's like, God, you need to save me. I'm about to drown. And this guy comes past in this big lifeboat. And he's like, do you need help? You look like you're in big trouble. And he's like, no, I've prayed to God and he's going to help me. And then he drowns and he goes up to heaven. And he says, God, I, I said to you, you were going to save me. And he's like, ah, dude, I sent you three boats and you didn't get in any of them. <laughs> and that's the thing is that sometimes things will come to you in ways that you aren't expecting, but if you take it, they will lead you to your end goal. You just have to be open to anything. Yeah, it's so true. Like, you know, things don't literally like land at your doorstep, right? It comes usually in the form of like an opportunity. So maybe, you know, you get an opportunity to interview somewhere or something comes through your email or you're talking to a friend and they mention something. You, you take these little inspired steps. And if you hear something and it's interesting and it's lighting you up, don't question it, you know, take that inspired action. I think a lot of times we question things or we tell ourselves we'll get to it later, but the universe is like literally yeah. placing this right in your lap and, and you need to act on it. <laughs> and, you know, you mentioned the house um, and that was my first experience with manifesting something really big. And I just want to give some examples of like the inspired action that I took because it wasn't like I just sat around and was like, okay, 
where's, where's my dream house? You know, I actually mm. got out a list and my husband and I wrote out what we would want in our dream home, like exactly all of the details. And then we got a realtor and we had the realtor show us a bunch of different places and we got online and we started looking around and we put ourselves in the situation we were where we were in homes. And when we did finally find the house that we fell in love with and we just, we walked in and we instantly knew like this was it. Um, and it was way, way over our price point. I mean, it, it, I don't even know like how we believed <laughs> that this was going to happen because it was so <laughs> far above what what we like thought was possible. But what we did is we first of all got in the house. We went to, you know, had the realtor take us in so we could be in it. And then almost every day like after work, we would drive by that house and we would act like we were driving home to like our new home. And we would go to Lowe's and pick out like paint colors and think about like where we were going to put our furniture. So it's like little inspired actions like that. Like we went and met with a banker or the, you know, the finance person to figure out like how much money we would need. So those are all inspired actions. And had we not done any of those things, we, we wouldn't have probably ended up in that house. So you do have to take some action, but I don't know. I find it, it's usually exciting and fun. You know, it's usually something oh, yeah, that is. is interesting and, you know, just go for it. Don't place doubt in your mind. Just do it. No. And, um, and it's not just like for big things as well. I think, like, I know I've heard you in a podcast talk about you can do little exercises or like little challenges for yourself to show, I guess, give yourself that belief that it's a real thing. Like you said, um, that you were like, today I'm going to get an unexpected $500. And so I guess mm -hmm. like for me right now, I need a new computer. That's my thing. I need one that's faster and just better. So if I was going to just manifest something like that quickly, what, what would you suggest you would do? Uh, I would definitely write it down. I feel like when you write things down, I feel like it's almost like you're placing your order with the universe. You're kind of like forging a contract with the universe, right? Like you're putting pen to paper. You're like clarifying, like you're declaring it, like, this is what I want. And when one tip with like writing things down, don't write, I want a computer, right? Like I am so grateful for the, whatever it is you want, like the MacBook that, you know, I have, that's this color that, you know, and write as yeah. though you already <laughs> have it because you want to manifest having it. You don't want to manifest continuing to want it. You want to manifest that you've already yeah. had it. So like step into that. The next thing and maybe you do this step before writing it down is like, go to the store and start looking at them. Like actually put one in front of you. Like what better way to visualize what you want than to actually like be right in front of it. So, you know, look at the computer. Like if someone wants a car, go test drive the car. If someone wants a pair of shoes, go try on the shoes, put yourself in that scenario because that's a whole other way of visualizing it. It's like acting as if it's already yours. And you know, when you're looking at the computer, act like that, act like this is it. This is the one I'm going to 
have in my office. This is the one I'm taking home today. And, you know, you're just going to start aligning with that and then be on the lookout for, you know, maybe there will be a sale or maybe someone will gift you one or maybe, you know, there's so many different ways. I mean, you don't know which way it's Mm going to come, but just be on the lookout because you never know how it might make its way to you. Cool. I'm going to do that. See, that was more of a selfish thing. That was me like going, how do I get my computer? (laughs) I mean, you know, you need a good computer, right? If you have a business, you got to have a good computer. Yeah, my 12-year-old, she Um, really wanted... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. You go. You go. Uh, No, I was just going to say my my 12-year-old... she really wanted this pair of Nikes that were really expensive. And she didn't even tell me that she wanted them. She like secretly wanted them. (laughs) And anyway, she put them on her vision board and um, she was sleeping over at her friend's house and her friend pulls this identical pair of Nikes out to the ones she put on her vision board. And she said, um, I outgrew these. They don't fit anymore. Do you want them? And she gave them to my daughter. So it's really, you know, like it's pretty powerful if you could do maybe a vision board too, or like put a picture of it by your desk, because that's just another way to like keep it front of mind for your subconscious. I love that. And you know what? Kids are so good at manifesting because they're so open to possibilities. Like to, to them, the world is like it's endless opportunities. So I love, I think we need to get into that more childlike mindset of like anything is possible and it can happen right now. Yeah, we all still have that mindset, right? It's like it doesn't just disappear. Like, I think we all have that ability to be imaginative and creative inside of us. It's just like society tells you to like stop and get serious about life. So we kind of like hide that, but you can always like bring it out again. And that's such a big part of manifesting is, is just letting your imagination go wild. And I think as adults, we hold back and we don't allow ourselves the opportunity to do that. But like the, the more fun you can have with it, I think the easier it comes. Like that was my whole motto um, last year. Like the more fun I have, the more I manifest with ease. So definitely infusing that into your life. I love that. I love that. Now, I know that there's one thing I wanted to talk to you about. um, And this is something that I know for me, I am guilty of this, even to this very day. um, And that is about breaking a chain of negative attachments to something. So um, it could be like an ingrained belief that whatever it is that you want, either you don't deserve it or it's a negative thing or it's something that, you know, shouldn't be around you. Like, for example, um, my relationship with money has always been quite a negative one, I think, because like even going back as a child, there were all these, um, times when money was a real, not, not necessarily a stress, but it was a negative thing. So either like, you know, a parent losing a job and the stress and lack of money or the worry, even though it wasn't there, maybe it was the worry of the lack of money. 
And then, um, you know, as I got older, those things would repeat again and again with different parents or people around me. And then as an adult, you know, we went through a time when we had just had our first, um, our little girl Poppy. And my husband, he, um, he is an actor and he had this big voiceover job and that disappeared. And that's part of those, you know, that career is things come and go. And so that disappeared. And then, um, you know, obviously I wasn't working because I just had a baby and I was also pregnant with another baby. And the lack of money just really caused so much stress and fear for us. And then, you know, over time when things started to sort themselves out and money was fine, to me, anytime we talk about money, even if it's like, you know, we have to pay this bill or whatever, I immediately get that like, you know, like it makes me feel uncomfortable. Even though it's not a worry, to me, there's this ingrained fear that money is a bad thing. And so, you know, I know that when you're trying to manifest something, having that negative attachment, it's almost like having a balloon and then chopping the the string because you're, even though you're saying to the world, I want money, your internal mind, or I, I guess subconscious is going, but I don't deserve it, but it's a bad thing. So I don't want it. So how do you change that inbuilt fear or belief that it shouldn't be with you? Yeah. Well, first of all, the, the whole money thing is so common. I mean, I have just found that like everyone has some level of limiting beliefs around money. Even people that may be wealthy still have some sort of, of limits. I mean, this is very, very common. And, you know, I think there's a lot of generational beliefs tied to that, you know, our, um, like our grandparents that raised our parents, for example, may have gone through war or depression or something like that, that caused lack of money. Or like you had mentioned, you're a parent losing a job. And so, you know, these beliefs get instilled in us at a very young age. And so the way the subconscious works is the first seven years of life, you're kind of like a new computer that's downloading all the software programs and you're downloading all these beliefs. And a lot of us, you know, when we were young kids grew up with, with some money issues and that belief was kind of ingrained in our subconscious. And then throughout life, it just constantly, it's reinforced through our society. Right. And so the thing is after age seven, the only way to reprogram the subconscious, to reprogram these beliefs is through repetition. And so, you know, that's why I'm sure you've, you hear people talk about affirmations and why affirmations are so important is because number one, you want to think about the new belief that you want. So if you, I mean, clearly like you have some awareness around your limiting beliefs around money, right? So when you have that awareness and you, you can think about the limiting beliefs that you have, one thing that I like to do is think about myself as like, okay, what would the wealthiest version of myself do? How would she show up and what would I need to believe to become her? So like, what would I need to believe to become the wealthiest version of myself? And that's going to kind of help you think about some of these new beliefs that you want to um, affirm some of these new affirmations that you want to replace these old limiting beliefs. And the big thing that I have 
uh, learned about over the past year that has been a complete game changer. I, I really do think of it as like a manifesting hack. I think it like speeds up the process is subliminals because what happens with just saying affirmations or writing them down is you'd have to do that like a lot all the time because you're not just going to say an affirmation once and it's just going to automatically reprogram this subconscious belief that's been running for decades, right? Like you need that repetition. And so with subliminals, you can take that affirmation and like the subliminals that I make, they're the affirmations are sped up so that in a short audio, you're hearing that affirmation hundreds of times. So your subconscious is able to get that repetition and it reprograms a lot faster. So it's kind of like a, a shortcut to overriding those beliefs. So, you know, if you're Limiting beliefs are around money. If money is what you're trying to manifest, listen to money subliminals as often as possible. Um, Listening to them right before you fall asleep is really a great time because that's when right before, like five minutes before you fall asleep is when your brain starts to go back into the theta wave state, which is the same state that you're at in the first seven years of life when you're downloading all this information. So it's a great time to listen to those subliminals because your subconscious is back in that like vulnerable state where it's easy to take in this information. So it's, it's really powerful. I definitely recommend subliminals to everyone. I've been listening to your subliminals. They, um, they are, they are a game changer. And I, I always do the nighttime one now. Um, and Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, the, the sound that you have knocks me out straight away. Like it's like, I get so sleepy (laughs) listening to it, but I do feel that maybe after like a week or two, I did start to notice a shift in my mindset. Not only did I like wake up in a more positive frame of mind, but you know, we would listen to like the wealth one or the you know, even the calming one, um, you start to notice like little things, like little opportunities would pop up or a random, you know, thing would get paid or something would happen, just like little subtle things. And you like, it was like so motivating to go, right, I'm going to keep this up. It was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the nighttime subliminal, I mix it with theta waves too. So that's why you're like instantly mm. feeling sleepy because it ha- like you're right, you're going right into that wave state. So, um, oh, I'm so excited that you're using them. I, I am loving it mm. because I'm just hearing from so many people, just miraculous things happening. It's like really speeds up the process. And, um, you know, some people are a little iffy on them because basically and I don't know if everyone that's listening fully knows what a subliminal is or not, but it basically means it's under the threshold of consciousness. Um, so your subconscious can hear everything, but your conscious mind is not hearing the affirmations. And this is really important because when your when your conscious mind hears an affirmation, like for example, I am wealthy, it might think like, I'm going to call bullshit. You know what I mean? It's like, because your conscious mind like sees that you're not wealthy right now. And so you like automatically 
are like blocking it. It's like you have this doubt. And so with subliminals, you bypass the conscious mind and you go right into the subconscious and the subconscious just takes commands. So it doesn't have that, like, you know, that block. Um, so it's really powerful. And so I've been hearing, um, a lot of people that have had like drastic changes and things that they've been blocked on for years after listening to the subliminals for a few weeks, a few months. So it really does work quickly. And all and of these subliminals, um, for those who are listening, yeah, I, I totally love them and they can all be found on Seth's app. Um, so while we're on that, do you want to tell everybody about your manifested app? Because it is really cool. It's definitely something like myself and my husband, he also loves your podcast as well, but we are both big fans because it's this jam packed filled with so many manifesting tools. So please tell everyone about it. Yeah, it's called manifest it now, and you can find it in the app store and Google play. Um, and so it has a whole subliminal library in it. So I have subliminals on everything from confidence to manifesting money. Um, I mean, pretty much anything you can think of it's in there. And then I keep making more. So I'm constantly adding to that. And then we have the Inner Tribe Manifesting Membership, which is part of the app. Um, it's the premium part of the app where every month I have um, guest experts that come on and do workshops. We do, um, I create a workbook that's filled with different journal prompts just based on like whatever the theme is for that month. I make new subliminal and um, then we do like live Zoom chats. So we do like Q&A coffee chats. Um, I have a book club in there now where we're meeting every Thursday evening, um, reading like different manifestation books. And then um, there's a lot of courses and rituals and um, just pretty much everything that I've used personally in my life that's helped me manifest. I just wanted to find a way to put it all in one place. And so that was kind of like the whole reasoning behind the app. And I love that your husband is listening to the podcast because I've been hearing that so much lately. Like uh, Teresa Palmer was telling me that was something her and her husband were doing as well. And um, a bunch of the the girls in the book club. And I just, I was like, that's awesome. That's the, That's so funny. I wish my husband would listen to it with me. Yeah, he loves, um, he loves, I think he listens to you at the gym where I listen to you when I go for a walk. So you're with us mm -hmm. at all different times of the awesome. day. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, now we've talked about the morning. Do you have an evening uh, ritual or routine that you like to do as well? Yeah, so my evening um, is pretty laid back. I don't have like a a super rigid routine, but the main thing that I try to do every single night is, like I said, when I'm, you know, that five minutes before I'm going to fall asleep. So pretty much as soon as my head hits the pillow um, at night, I just try to visualize what my goals are. So uh, for example, I usually do have a money goal um, just because it's, it's, you know, I like to have like a quantifiable goal. So I'll 
envision my banking app that I'm logging into my banking app and this is the balance I see. Then I'm logging into my investment app and this is the balance I see. So I'll kind of like go through that. If there's something specific with um, my business, I, I might like visualize opening up my computer and seeing, you know, the analytics that I want to see or, or whatever it is. But I just try to take a few minutes right before I fall asleep and visualize that. And then um, the subliminals, I mean, for me, it's not just a a nighttime or a morning thing. I just try to listen to them as often <laughs> as possible. But like I said, nighttime right before bed is, it's like an extra boost. It's like extra powerful. Beautiful. I love and it. That's pretty much I love it. it. Yeah. So before we finish, I have five juicy questions for you. These are like a oh, fire okay. round. Just a little getting to know you even more. Okay. So first question, what is a movie that you could watch a thousand times and it still amazes you? Oh my gosh. Um, hmm. I'll have to think about that because right now with the little kids, I all we have on are <laughs> Disney movies. So I've watched Monsters, Inc. and Toy Story probably about a thousand times. Um, and I'm a big Disney <laughs> fan. So I guess I'll just go with those. We'll yes, just me say. too. Yeah, Disney I, movies. I'm all there for it. Like Disney movies are my jam. They're, they're like a happy place for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm like a <laughs> kid at heart when it comes to Disney, I got to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, what is a book that's changed your life? I have to say The Secret because that like literally did, you know, change everything for me. It's mm. what introduced me to the law of attraction. And I still to this day uh, read it like I've read it. I, I can't even tell you how many times I could probably recite it. So The, the Secret by Rhonda Byrne. Uh, what's your spirit animal? Uh, my spirit animal, I guess. Well, I think it's a, a dog, but I actually have like a little funny story around that. So um, I was interviewing uh, a psychic medium that I just love. She's amazing. And I was telling her how all the time, I mean, this is like very frequent uh, when I'm laying in bed, it'll I, I like it. It almost feels like my dog is jumping up on my bed, but then I'll look and like no one's there. And she was mm. like, "This could be um, a a, do a spirit animal that is, you know, with you." So I have to say, a dog. <laughs> I love that spirit dogs would yeah. be so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I know. Uh, now, if you could yeah. travel anywhere in the whole world right now, where would you pick? What are you vibing? Bali, Bali. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, we're actually doing something right now where every single day we send each other a picture of Bali because that's like our, our next destination that we want to go to. Beautiful. Have you been before? No, no, never. But every time I see a picture, I just, it, I'm hooked to it. I, it's like I gravitate towards it. So I feel like I'm supposed to be there. Have you been? It's a big Australian holiday place. Like mm -hmm. if you don't go to Queensland, like when you go to Bali, you'll find out that basically half of Australia is in Bali. 
Um, really? So I've okay. been a couple of times and it's pretty fun. It is pretty fun. You need to really research. I get. I guess it's what you are wanting from it because um, it can be very touristy. But you, if you do a lot of research, you can find some really beautiful gems in there. Um, so, yeah, it's a cool place to travel to. Okay, well, I'll have to message you when I get down to like actually booking stuff and you can give them recommendations. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, last question. What does happiness look like for you? Oh, my family, just spending time with my family, having the the freedom and flexibility to do that, to do what I want every day with the people that I love. That's it. Beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you so much for coming on. It's I, It's been so much fun. I absolutely love your brain. You are amazing. Oh, you're amazing. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. And I definitely want to do the same on my podcast with you. So we'll connect again soon. Yeah. <laughs> and um, also, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, the easiest way is just go to Instagram and I'm at Law of Attraction Tribe and I have everything linked up through there. Um, or you go to the website, which is the Law of Attraction Tribe.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank You're amazing. You. you are too. I appreciate you. Thanks so much. Isn't she amazing? She's just so cool. I just absolutely loved chatting with Stephanie Keith. Uh, definitely jump over and listen to her podcast. Like I've said a million times, I listen to her every day. My husband listens to her. I recommend her to everybody because she's just got a really super cruisy way of explaining how to manifest amazing things into your life and to live a life that you want. Um, so yeah, support her show, support her app is amazing. I, we've talked about subliminals, but they are something I have really put into practice every day. And I have noticed, I think it took maybe about a week and a half and I really started to see a change, not only in my frame of mind, but just the things that started to open up in my life. I was just like, wow, this is so cool. So, um, yeah, definitely dive into the app as well. There's so much information in there as well. So many worksheets and all the things that really get you into a manifesting frame of mind. Um, so yeah, I really hope you enjoyed that interview. There's plenty more amazing people to come. Um, it's just, yeah, super exciting. It's, I think that this community just has really cool people, lots of really creative, magical, inspiring people. And I'm so excited to share all the interviews I have had and that are coming. I think you guys are going to really enjoy it. Um, and again, thank you so much for your support. And if you do want to support me and the show even more, again, the Patreon has just opened up. I've left all the details down below. But thank you again so much for showing up, giving me the love. If you want to subscribe and like and review and, and all, the, all the nice things, I highly encourage that. And I am eternally grateful if you do. So thank you. Have a beautiful week. I hope you had an amazing Mabin or Astara. And um, I will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.